Hello and welcome back to Equity, the Tech Brunch podcast where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. This is Alex. It is July 11th, 2022, and there is quite a lot to talk about, so let's just dive in. Let's kick off with a look at the world of money, and we start as we always do with stocks. Shares are mostly down in Asia and down sharply in Hong Kong after Alibaba and Tencent, two Chinese technology giants, fell after being hit with fines yesterday for running afoul of anti-monopoly rules regarding disclosures of certain purchases. That's according to Reuters. Essentially, the tech crackdown in China, not quite over yet. Shares are down a little bit less in Europe, though, of course, there is a war, an energy crisis and more over there. Not a great time overall for lots of folks. And here in the U.S., well, the news is also not good. Shares are off in pre-market trading and they're off mostly over at Twitter, down 5% in pre-market trading on news that Elon Musk intends to not buy the company. By now, you've heard of that fact and you've probably also heard that Twitter does intend to force Musk to buy it. Now, we're not sure how this is all going to shake out in the end, but Musk messed around and then was informed, to paraphrase the saying. After being the most busy asset in the world, cryptos are boring this morning. They're just not doing much. Bitcoin is around the $20,000 mark, ETH a little over the $1,100 threshold, and NFT volume also looks pretty slack this month, in case you had hoped for a quick rebound after that market slowed dramatically in June from prior levels. No such luck. And because we are now into the first month of Q3, yes, it is almost time for earnings season. The new data will, of course, shake things up and greatly influence sentiment regarding the business climate and the value of technology companies, all of which will impact your friendly local startup. Let's talk about Tiger Global. If you listened to Equity last year, you probably got tired of us talking about new Tiger deals. The company was always cutting new checks, and it became almost kind of a running joke on the show. Well, according to our own Manish Singh, Tiger Global is going to pull back until December on new deals. And yes, it is raising a new fund, but the slowdown is dramatic. Tiger Global did 361 deals last year, according to PitchBook, and is now kind of evaluating the market conditions like everyone else is doing. Tiger was super aggressive last year, but Tiger also appeared caught somewhat off guard by a massive slide in tech stocks that took the IPO pipeline offline in the US and other markets and made it much harder for startups to fundraise. Now, things aren't at a standstill. I actually wrote what I called a bull case for startups in the back half of 2022 this weekend, but they are slowing down somewhat. And the Tiger strategy last year made the most sense, I think, when things were red hot. And it did bring, I would say, more temperature to the market. But by that dent, maybe we should view money from Tiger-like crossover entities to be more accelerant capital. Something that takes a busy market and increases the tempo than something that can actually accelerate the pace itself. Turning to startups, we're going to talk about news from EdTech in India. According to TechCrunch, Una Academy, one of India's high-profile startups, is undertaking several cost-cutting measures, including salary reduction for founders and shutting down, quote, certain businesses as it pledges to become frugal and a public company in two years. In a company-wide Slack post on Monday, Una Academy co-founder and CEO Gurav Munjal said the startup had $352 million in the bank, but he feels the startup is in a, quote, bad state and, quote, not efficient with handling finances. Now, Una Academy was valued at $3.4 billion in its last fundraising round, so this is no small company. The CEO told employees that, quote, there are a lot of unnecessary expenses. We must cut all of these expenses. We have a strong core business. We must turn profitable ASAP, which stands for, of course, as soon as possible. 
This is a very similar tune to the one that we are hearing sung all around the world. It's just notable to us that it has reached one of the hottest startup efforts that has been in one of the hottest startup markets. EdTech, big during the pandemic, India, explosive growth, and yet Una Academy CEO is pledging to go public in two years, but is cutting his salary to get there. Something to keep in mind. And to close out this small section, Katamos is back in our headlines. That's Katamos, K-A-D-A-M-O-S. The German startup helps companies pay their workers whom are either not in their home market or are just somewhere else in the world. Workers that we might consider to be migrant or similar. Now, you might recall the name Katamos because it raised $8.5 million a couple of months ago. Well, now the company is back and has raised another $29.5 million via a Series A tranche led by Blossom Capital that also saw participation from Addition and Atlantic Labs. So a European startup proving that it's not dead over there when it comes to raising capital and a fintech European startup proving that that subsector of the European startup market is also not dead. Moving towards a close here, it is time for our quick round and we are going to start with Uber. Uber had a big leak and TechCrunch wrote about it. I quote, Thousands of leaked confidential files reveal a treasure trove of sketchy and unlawful behavior from Uber. The Uber files show a company that has knowingly broken laws, gone to extreme lengths to avoid justice, secretly lobbied governments, received aid from top politicians, and exploited violence against drivers to drum up business. Uber in a comment said that under its new leadership, the business operates differently. That's an understatement. Now, technology labor. Southeast Asia is, of course, a big market for tech companies, which means lots of companies building in the Southeast Asian market. And given the drumbeat of layoffs that we have seen from startups around the world, you might think that the talent crunch in the region has softened. Lots of companies, lots of layoffs, ergo, more talent available? No, not a bit of it. TechCrunch cited data from a job platform in the region this weekend, noting the fact that the talent market actually remains very, very tight in that market. I wonder if that applies globally. And speaking of layoffs, Marianne reports for TechCrunch that after raising 21% of venture capital dollars last year, fintech startups are seeing between 10% and 15% of layoffs this year, discounting crypto. But if we count crypto inside that number, I wonder if fintech is actually overexposed in its layoff percentages. Regardless, that's a reversal for the ages. And that is all the time we have this morning. But don't forget, you can follow Equity on Twitter, where we tweet under the handle Equity Pond, or you can find me on Twitter, where I tweet under the handle Alex. Equity is back on Wednesday morning, and we're going to record live on Thursday for our Friday show. If you want to come hang out, follow us on Twitter, and you'll get some notes about how to do that there. Until then, stay cool. Bye. Bye.